It is time for Around the 412 with Smitty and Tyler. Welcome back to the Penguin Show of Around the 412. I am Tyler. With me, as always, is my co-host, Smitty. Be sure to go follow us on all of our social medias at Around the 412. And while you're there, go check out some of the links that we have in the description of each and every show. Uh, we got year six of Rocket Around the 412 kicked off, where over the past five years, we've been able to raise over $25,000 to be able to provide Christmas for some of the kids in our local 724 and 412 area codes. Uh, Smitty and I never had to worry about where Christmas was going, coming from growing up. Excuse me. And uh, so we wanted to be able to give back. We'd be able to do so. And also last year, we were able to partner up with the East Rochester Salvation Army and, and adopt kids off of their ancient tree to provide Christmas for those children as well, as long along with the uh, children we provide with the individual families that we get nominated from us. So if you or yourself need some help this Christmas time or know somebody that could use the help, let us know. Slide us in, into our DMs on Twitter um, and we'll be happy to hear you out. Um, and also go check out the Everything Custom Designs links. We got the Facebook and the Etsy link. Haley Wagner can hook you up with uh, some custom designed trick or treat bags. It's, it's Halloween time is slowly getting there. Um, it's going to be here quicker than before you know it. And then you can also get some T-shirts. I know she does some like kitchen aprons. Still no hats though. You got to go for like to fanatics or something about that. No hats. No. Well, thank you for not saying lids this week. Also, have we ever talked about the fact that? Josh Getzoff, by the way, shout out to Josh Getzoff. I got to get him back on the show now that he's doing TV play-by-play for the Pittsburgh Penguins, moving into a different role for the team. Um, when he says our names, he does like a head nod to you for Smitty and to me for Tyler. And I think it's because for him, when he was doing the show, the way that he's looking at it, it probably was switched, uh-huh. but it just looks funny on the video to have him say with Smitty and Tyler, and he goes from you to me. Mm-hmm. So it looks like he's calling you Smitty and me Tyler, which a lot of people have said we look alike in the comments before. So, yeah, I guess, I guess we do. I don't know. I never I really thought about it. it. I don't see it, but it, I've we've been called twins before. I know that. I saw that on Twitter before. Uh, don't yeah. really see it. Yeah, Nick Farabaugh and I did the same thing. If we do a Steelers afternoon drive episode together or something like that, but Nick, right, you, so- you you two would have looked like twins back in like 2017. Or at least close to the hair. The hair, yeah. had the hair. Yeah. The first um, the first and only podcast of the show. Somebody had long hair down to his like shoulder blades. So Yeah. And then I cut it all and donated it. So shout out. Um, but okay, let's time. get into some some penguin stuff here. Like I said, I want to get Josh back on here now that um he's moved into that role. That's awesome for him. And we saw Steve Mears will be staying on in a radio role for the Penguins. Um so that's cool as well. I'm curious to see how the dynamics of all this end up playing out. Who takes over as the color guy for the uh, Penguins on TV side? It'll be interesting to see. So, um, but yeah, let's get into some stuff here. I want to ask you: Are we just set in stone? Alex Nedeljkovic is going to be the backup goaltender for the Penguins. I mean, when they added him, they also bring in Magnus Helberg, six foot six, two hundred and twenty pound Magnus Helberg. Obviously, Casey DeSmith no longer on the roster. He's not going to be part of this mix. But I don't no know that it's just roster like, either. Yeah, he got traded today uh, again, uh, going to Vancouver to be the backup there for Thatcher Demko. Do we just view this as it's going to be Jari and Nadelkovic, or like has he earned that? Do you think Nadelkovic should just be put in Sharpie as the backup goaltender, or do you think this is going to be a competition? So I, 
I did initially just assume that that was going to be the case until I actually mm-hmm. looked into it um, whenever I knew we were going to talk about this. And if you were just going based off of his 2020-2021 season, I feel like Nadelkovich would easily be the the backup. Um, and if not, he might be the pushing for this. I was saying it's not pushing <laughs> for the starter. Um, yeah. But when you just really break it down, looking at last year between the two of them, especially when you look at not just what they did in the AHL, but the or the NHL, but the AHL levels themselves, it's not that far off between the two of them. I mean, they as far as games played, stats, and everything. I mean. Nadelkovich last year in Detroit, he only started in 15 games at the NHL level and posting an 895 save percentage. Meanwhile, Magnus Helberg started in 17 games with with Detroit, funny enough, and uh, had an 885 save percentage. So, like a, a 10 point of 0.01% difference um, in in the the save percentage. Not very different in the games played. When when you go to the AHL. Um, you had a 932 save percentage from Helberg, and you had a 912 save percentage. Granted, it was in a larger sample size because um, uh, Nadelkovich played in 26 games, and that was significantly more than Helberg. But I don't think that they're necessarily far off. And so when you look at the two goalies, I feel like it's it shouldn't just be an open spot. Um, it should be whoever is going to give you the the best chance to win, and so whoever is going to to play well enough with uh, training camp starting up, and you're going to have the preseason. Whoever shows more, I feel like should be the the one chosen. And if that's Helberg, I think that's great. I don't think that it's it's just necessarily Delkovich quite like I thought whenever we first signed him. I thought wrap it up, that's it. We have our two goalies, and and, that, and then mm-hmm. we're good to go. But Especially when you look at Nadelkovich being one point worth one point five million on the cap, and Helberg, I mean, he he would only cost seven hundred eighty five thousand. You could have a situation where I don't know necessarily that I'd say that like Nadel, they might look at Nadelkovich as like a cap casualty in the preseason to to where they can find a little bit more wiggle room in the in the cap. But I don't think it's necessarily something that could hurt either when you look at the two goalies. So if it's pretty close between the two, maybe that is something that Kyle Dubas would look at saying like I could save an extra like close to 750,000 um, in what is already close to the cap, what we're working with right now. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think that it is necessarily set in stone that Delkovich is definitely going to be the starter. I do think it could be a healthy competition come this preseason. I would agree. I just don't think that the body of work justifies just saying like, yep, this isn't even going to be a competition. I think Magnus Helberg should have every right to make this a competition going into training camp. So I I hope that that's the case. Whoever the best man is for the job ends up being Jari's backup. And man, if, if recent events are going to be any indication, that backup could be called upon quite a bit. And uh, we'll see if that's the case. I mean, I think less is going to be more with Jari, so hopefully they do get good goaltending behind him. Heck, we might need all three. Very well could need all three to play at some point this season. So, But at least out of the gates, I would say I think Nadelkovich is going to win the job, but I don't think it should be handed to him. Well, I will say, if I'm just looking at the height of both of them, I would want Helberg to win the job because he's 6'6", <laughs> and Nadelkovich is six foot. There's a six-inch difference there. Um Yes. And when, with goalies, I feel like a lot of the better ones have been getting taller. So uh, that that would be interesting to see. But I, I don't think it's a – I think it will be a healthy competition and, it's, and something interesting. Um, you, know, you know we're running out of topics because the season is so close to happening and we're talking about a backup goalie. Um, but Absolutely. just because there isn't actually something of substance. 
well, you also know we're running out of topics when we're just like scraping the barrel here looking for something to talk about. So to that point, training camp right around the corner. <laughs> and I want to ask you, I'm putting you on the spot here to do this, to give me the Pittsburgh Penguins opening day lineup, how you think it shakes out. Obviously, I don't need to tell you this, but everybody at home, if you were doing the same thing, keep in mind, Jake Denson will not be part of that. So do you want me to just go like line by line? Um, is that how we're working with? Or you could just do the players because I know that could get dicey. Like we don't know exactly who we expect to jump into that top line role for Gensel, or if it is somebody from the second line, like Riley Smith or Rust, who's jumping to the second line and the bottom six could be pretty different too. So just give me the players, not necessarily the line they're going to play on. Okay. Well, some of the easy ones right off the bat, you got Sid, you got Gino. Um, I feel like Riley Smith, Ricard Raquel, Brian Rust, those five are the easiest locks um, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And and then after that, I feel like you're going to have Jeff Carter in the lineup. I mean, not feel like you're definitely going to have him. The only way he's not in the lineup, people, is if he gets injured. I hate to burst your bubble. Um, yeah. And then I feel like another name, Lars Eller, I feel like is going to to make this opening night roster. Matt Nieto, I feel like is going to make this opening night roster along with Noel Achari. Um, I think Drew O'Connor is going to make the opening night roster and opening night lineup. Um, and then I will also go with, I mean, I'm going to have to actually start looking at names right now because I feel like there's several bottom six guys that could could play. Because um, you, you have guys like Rem Pitlick, you have guys like Alex Nylander. Um, I will say that Alex Nylander does not play in the opening lineup. Hmm. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I'll say that Rem Pitlick does, and then I, that that thing that puts me at eleven. Um, so one other person that I'll say is going to st start is hmm. This is this is tough. This is actually really tough because I feel like we talked about it last week. There's so many guys who this bottom this 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 last forward could be. Um, yeah. But I, for some reason, I just feel like it's not going to be Alex Nylander. And I'll say Vinny Hinnestroza for some okay. weird reason. Yeah, I mean, that's very possible. I do have Nylander on here. So I have, and I, I did mine as lines, I, I guess. Like I have Crosby, Smith, Raquel. I have Malkin, Rust, and Carter. I have Eller, Nylander, and Nieto. And then I have Achari, Drew O'Connor, and Andreas Janssen. And I think that my the reason I picked him as that last guy in, I think there's a reason that Dubis wanted him. Obviously, they spent some time in Toronto together. I think he values him maybe a little bit more than other people might. Um, what's weird is at one point he showed like a 20-goal promise as a player, but I think it's the other side of the puck where he's strongest. So I think they're going to value his ability to play defense within that bottom six, and that's why I'm giving him the last spot. Um, did you say defenseman yet, or no, you just did forwards? I just did forwards. Um, okay, well, I'll go with my defenseman first then, and then okay. To see, I don't know that we're going to have any differences here. I mean, the top four, they are in Sharpie, unlike some of these other things uh, with Latang and Graves and Carlson and Pedersen. And then I'm going with the... The guys that I, I feel like are going to get the first crack here. Now, how long is the lease going to be? That could be a different conversation. I don't think another move is on the way. So if that's the case, I'm going Pierre-Olivier Joseph 
and Chad Ruedel. That's what I would agree with, too. I'd say the okay. same thing. Um, yeah, I mean, like I, Friedman and Ty Smith, I guess, the other two in consideration there. Yeah, I, w- I would say so. I don't think they're going to go with that opening night. Um, I feel like POJ is someone that they've grown to be more comfortable with, especially going back to last season. I feel like they they probably liked what he did last season to to be able to start him this season. And Chad Ruedel has just been his, – has been – Overall, for the past uh, several seasons, Mr. Reliable in the lineup for for uh, Mike Sullivan. They play him on both sides. So if he needs to play somebody, it's, it seems to be the guy that he turns to. So I think that you're right. Um, and I think that, that the other like the other ones are in Sharpie, like you said. Like Chris Tang, Ryan Graves, Eric Carlson, Marcus Pedersen. Those are going to be the, the other pairings. Let me ask you if this is a stupid take. I I've been a bigger supporter of Chad Ruiz than I feel like most people are. If it was my call, I'd play Ty Smith over him because I feel like you have to find out what you have in Ty Smith. I don't I think, think Chad Ruiz right now. Yeah, I think Chad Ruiz right now is the better player. I think he's the safer option for that bottom, but Ty Smith could be more, and I think you have to find out the answer to that. Yeah, I don't think that's a that's a dumb take. Um, but I do think it would be funny if you you rolled out a a, a defense where you did have um, Chris Letang, Eric Carlson, and Ty Smith on like each pairing has <laughs> one guy that you're basically you're cooking the yeah. defense and and you're going straight offense pretty much. Chris Letang not yeah. as much, but especially with the other two, Eric Carlson and Ty Smith, that's basically what you're getting. Um, so I I don't think it's a bad take. I think that w- that would be. Interesting to see because I mean you did trade away one of your your starting defensemen um, for him with John John Marino, so you eventually yeah. got to see what you have if they, you're able to recuperate some value from that. Um, another question I want to ask you is: Do you think we can finally put to vet to put to bed this whole rust having to go back up on Sid's line whenever someone goes out, or, or can we can we just finally just stick Raquel there and call it a call it a day? Like and and not have to complain about Russ being on that line anymore. Well, I think the answer there is from a fan base perspective, I would say yes. But Sid, who's ultimately going to be the one to make that decision, I feel like anytime things like anytime that there's a little bit of a a, a crack, a chink in the armor, old reliable, Brian Russ jumps back up in the lineup. So yeah, this is on old. <laughs> Um, so that's where I'm at with it. I I think that like you and I can say, yes, Ricard Raquel is much better suited to play with Sidney Crosby, but the first time, you know, that things not just like one time, right. We're talking about like maybe a stretch of games where things just aren't going right. That to me is the first, always going to be the first thing that they look to shake up right or wrong. Yeah. Drives me nuts. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I don't. I, I think that Ricard Raquel's skill set is better suited to play next to him, but I yeah. I think that there's just a level of comfortability there. Yeah, and we started the conversation talking about goalies. There's no question of who's going to be the starting goalie on opening night, unless Tristan oh, yeah. Jari gets Tristan some sort Jari, of but I guess... in the preseason. Knock on wood that he doesn't. Yeah. But that's the only way that he's not the start starting goaltender. And predictively, I'm rolling with Alex Nedeljkovic to be the backup. I would too. Yeah. So, all right, there you go. Let us know what you guys think. We, I'm glad that we had a little bit of diff- more differences within our 
Penguins opening night rosters than we had for the NFL playoffs. So that's good. Absolutely. And I, I think that is good. Um, but that just goes to show like there's a lot of guys to choose from for the, for the only like one or two spots left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can see it going either way. Let us know what you guys think in the comments below. Uh, if you aren't already, subscribe, like, hit that notification bell so you know we post a new video. Go check out one of the other shows. This was just the Penguin show. We got the Steelers show that already will be out for the week. We'll have the Pirates one tomorrow, so check that out. Also, in the description of this show, we got some links. Year 6 of Rock Around the 412 is kicked off. First five years of doing this mission, we raised over $25,000 to go directly to giving Christmas in its entirety to local families, the children of those families anything that they want for christmas we do that includes tyler and i having to buy makeup trust us it has happened in the past it will happen again um also last year we partnered with the east rochester pa salvation army to adopt kids off their angel tree at christmas time in the name of our late friend dalton keen so that's going to be part of the mission every year going forward as well really look forward to doing that if you donate you will be eligible to win some pretty cool prizes down the, the road as well i haven't gotten any of those yet it's only September, but this will be announced as we get closer to, I would say typically like mid October is when I really start to like look for that type of stuff. Um, Cause then I start doing the shopping pretty shortly after that. So it's kind of like all together, but uh, yeah, if you are interested in getting involved, the link will be right in the description. Even if you can't donate, please share as many eyes and ears as we can get on this thing as possible. Obviously the better as with every fundraiser. So help us out, do that for us and be part of a great cause that'll do it for this episode like i said go check out another one it will be popping up right now for tyler for smitty this has been the around the 412 penguin show and we'll see you next time bye-bye